What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I will ride with the wolves. I'll run with the wolves. I'll run with the wolves. And Eric Fry. Why are all the fingers getting pointed at me? It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to another edition. Welcome, one and all, to the starting lineup. Happy Friday out there to you. It is the second day of December 2022. Twos are wild. They're all over the place here today. And what's happening out there? Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. We're here live in the 98.9 Jack FM studios. And, of course, we got a good show lined up for you as we're going to be talking to some local sports. We'll get you... Recap of last night's boys and girls basketball, and we'll take a look at tonight's action, and we will take a look at this weekend's action as well. A lot of things happening all over the place in local sports, and it is also the very first polls of the basketball season. I think there may have been some preseason ones, but definitely the AP polls and some area teams having some representation there, both in the boys and girls polls, so we'll take a look at that for the first time this season. We also got a big college basketball game tonight on our airwaves here at 98.9. It's the Illinois Fighting Illini open up a Big Ten play, and it's a first true road test for these freshmen as they're taking on Maryland coming up later tonight here on 98.9 the game and we'll take a look at that game as well as everything else in college basketball and college football of course get you set for the championship games and the game tonight is of course go figure eight o'clock will be around the tip-off and seven o'clock will be the pregame here on 98.9 and uh, then also we got to get to our Pick'em game yes. as well because we had uh, games on our stations that will uh, be uh, airing and uh, picking. And, of course, the National Football League as well with the Bears and Colts with our uh, Pick'em uh, there. And I'll try to hit on some other national sports as well. And, of course, whatever we don't get to here in the, the Treasure Hour, we'll get to in the uh, podcast uh, form there. All right. Uh, so uh, we got uh, lots to get to here on this uh, Friday. So uh, we need to uh, jump right into it. And we need to get it started with what we always do. Let's kick it off with First Things First. Before we get into the show. 
first things first. And that's where we're starting with the National Football League as week number 13 is underway. And it all got started on a Thursday night football uh, last night and the first uh, day of December, December football, as uh, Buffalo picked up the win uh, last night over the uh, Patriots. Ooh, yeah. Patriots and that offense not looking so uh, not looking so good, and uh, Buffalo ended up picking the, up the win twenty four to uh, ten. Of course, uh, the frustration on the Patriots sidelines. Mac Jones was uh, seen uh, yelling yep. uh, stuff about he wants to throw the football because the run game sucks. Apparently, was what he uh, uh, said there at the end of the game there. And uh, Buffalo now they're nine and three. And uh, they take down the Pats, twenty-four to ten. Yeah, and his post-game press conference was also very uh, filled. I believe if I read the story correctly for Mac Jones, there just frustration in New England. Uh, last year, was it an outlier? Possibly. It's looking more, more and more like it every day. That that's not what Mac Jones can give you on a week-to-week basis. Mm. And so, to me. Travis, this could this could game could be more historic when we look back on it, because I think this is this this is the end of the Pats, the end of an era. I think that this is it. <laughs> I I I really do. I I just they don't look like a team that's going to contend anytime soon for anything. Right, and so is this uh, coming uh, towards uh, the end of uh, the era of Bill Belichick? And also uh, Matt Patricia, who is uh, back uh, there with uh, Pats this year. And uh, are we uh, seeing uh, literally uh, an end of an era with uh, those uh, staples, especially uh, that hoodie, Bill Belichick, uh, on the sidelines? Are his days numbered? If you're asking me my opinion, Mm -hmm. yes, I think we are. If you're asking what I think in reality, no. Because I think he still wants to coach, and I don't think Kraft will get rid of him. Well, yeah, I don't think... I don't think he will either. So I don't. I don't think he's ready to retire. If that's the question. Mm-hmm. So I. I think he's still going to be there. I just don't think this roster is any good. They. They have no one on it, and that's worked right. in years past. But part of the reasons why that worked is because you had a really good defense, and you had Tom Brady as quarterback. <laughs> right. And he exactly. hit a lot of your offensive weaknesses. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, for, for years they haven't really had uh, weapons outside of Gronk or Julian Edelman. Uh, they've never really had a solid run game. It's just been kind of plug in and play. But when you have a quarterback like Tom Brady, you can overcome <laughs> those things like that mm-hmm. and uh, those offensive uh, liabilities there. But now you're seeing that you don't have that quarterback play. I mean, not uh, I don't know. Mac Jones isn't great, but he's no Tom Brady, that's for sure. Right. Um, and uh, they're also 31st in the NFL this season on third down, and they were three, three for 12 uh, last night. So, uh, yeah, just those little things that they could overcome with, with a great quarterback, they're not able to do that uh, anymore because uh, he's uh, no longer there. I mean, and 60 yards rushing last night. That's not going to get it done. No. That's not going to get it done. And it brings up the age-old question, Travis, and, you know, we go back to MJ with this question, and that is player or coach? Which one's more responsible? I think we can have the same thing here. I think the fact that Tom Brady went out and won a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick tells Mm -hmm. me it was more the player than anything Bill Belichick was doing. 
Sorry. Right. But I, I to me, that's. I say you could look at the roster with the Bucks versus the roster with the Patriots, but I, I see your point. Right. Because, again, as you said, you take Tom Brady out of the equation, mm-hmm. this Patriots offense is nothing. Yeah. And has been. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting conversation with, with MJ and Phil Jackson because, I mm-hmm. mean, Phil went on to win with the Lakers. He did. So MJ never made it past the never made it to the, the the finals until Phil Jackson got there. Right. Hmm. I think there's an argument to be made there. Yeah. Interesting question to ponder. Right. That's what <laughs> I'm here for. I'm not here to give you the answers. I'm just here to make more more questions. <laughs> yes, more questions. More questions for you. There is more questions than, than answered and now uh, after all, all this uh, start of the show. Uh, so uh, the uh, Patriots, uh, they've lost back-to-back games as they lost on Thanksgiving uh, there to the Vikings and then last night to uh, the Bills. And, uh, you know, they got the Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, and uh, Bills. And we said at the end of the show that, you know, they're not completely uh, out of this. They're still right there in that last spot before the last wild card spot with the Jets uh, there. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, they only have two other opportunities, uh, you know, against uh, the Dolphins and Bills to do anything within the division. But, I mean, who knows with the Cardinals. Right. Uh, Raiders are who they are. Right. Bengals are good. Dolphins are good. And, of course, the Bills. So, yeah. The, the schedule of the last three games are, are especially very, tough. Very tough. Yep. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I think uh, we are looking at a postseason without the Patriots. Yeah. That would be a real shame. I know. You're heartbroken. I would over be it. extremely heartbroken. You might not even, you, you must not even want to watch. <laughs> I know. I mean, no. Nope. To, to think there's going to be a postseason without the Patriots or the Rams. Patriots, Rams, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, boy. This NFL post-season. is shaking in its boots. <laughs> Where are all their ratings coming from? Yeah, this postseason's going to be horrible. Oh. <laughs> We're going to have Miami, Cincinnati, and Buffalo in it. Ugh. Now at least uh, for now, uh, Buffalo is uh, nine and three, and they're <laughs> in that second spot. But obviously, the Dolphins will have something to say about that right. uh, this weekend because uh, of owning the head-to-head uh, tiebreaker there. And uh, the uh, Dolphins will have a tough matchup on Sunday against the 49ers out there in uh, San Francisco, and uh, currently 49ers favored uh, by four points there in uh, that one so that one is uh one to watch yes for on sunday for sure in week number 13 um and then of course uh the other one that we're looking at locally is it's packers week so it's oh, yeah. green bay versus uh, chicago the man that owns the bears aaron Rodgers, will be in the uh, chicago and it looks like he will play I believe in this one, and uh, Justin Fields also participated in a practice the other day, so he could potentially uh, go in this one. So it could be Rodgers versus uh, Fields, and we talk about end of an era. This could be the last time Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, at least in a Green Bay uniform. I'll give you that, at least in a Green Bay uniform. Yeah. What better way to send him out than with an L? Right. A a win here by Chicago would put Green Bay behind him in the standings. Mm, yeah, there you go. So Chicago, you still got something to play for. Yeah, 
Definitely. And uh, so we'll definitely be looking at that one for the kickoff at noon. Uh, you also got the uh, Jags, the Lions coming up. You got the Jets, Vikings. That's a more intriguing matchup than uh, we thought at the beginning of the season. Uh, we said that the East has uh, all their teams in the playoff race right now. If the playoffs started today, every team in the NFC East would be in there. They got the Commanders and Giants. On Sunday as well, the Eagles, they're hosting the uh, Titans, uh, Broncos and Ravens, uh, Rams and uh, Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks, more things change, the more things stay the same. They're favored by seven uh, now with uh, Aaron Donald not being there. I don't. Stafford's up in the air. Cup's not there. So, uh, yeah, Seahawks favored by seven there. Uh, that's a really good one. Chiefs and the Bengals. In that 3.30 time slot, yeah, that's a great matchup. Chargers, Raiders, and uh, Sunday Night Football's Colts and the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys, 10.5 favorites there. I saw that. It's a big line. It is. That's intriguing for entertainment purposes. And the uh, Saints and Bucks on Monday Night Football uh, on Monday. And uh, Cardinals and Panthers have buys here in week number 13. And then also another one uh, in that noon slot is Deshaun Watson's return to uh, Houston. And it's also his uh, first game back since his uh, suspension mm -hmm. uh, as well. So that's a significant, that yeah, <laughs> significant uh, thing uh, there coming up in Houston uh, on Sunday. Yeah, so. absolutely. And, what games will we have on our network? Stick around to find out the games that Travis has mentioned because he's mentioned the entire NFL slate. Yeah, of course. So, you already know <laughs> we're going to have Colts Cowboys over on WCRA, but what will we have right here on 99 on the game? Stick around. Find Stick out. Stick around to uh, find out, and you won't have to wait. One uh, may be good. One may be not so good. Mm, okay. So uh, <laughs> we'll find that out uh, soon enough. But uh, coming up next here on the starting lineup, we're going to take out some uh, local sports that happened last night, set for tonight, and uh, this weekend as well, all coming up. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. Live and unrehearsed. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms including blizzards can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, for quality and convenience meat tradition. Greet the season with savings as the countdown to Christmas begins at Rule King. Take 20% off our entire inventory of toys for the kids and save another 30% on all hoodies, sweatshirts, and sweatpants for the whole family. Plus, save up to $90 on DeWalt cordless drill sets. Your choice for just $149.99. Save on these Christmas countdown sale items and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King. America's Farm and Home Store. 
So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen, and galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. Smart. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dick. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But we're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. And now, the starting lineup. Caught! It's going to be caught! And for a touchdown! No! On 98.9 The Game. No! Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9, the game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you. We're hanging out with you until the noon hour here on Treasure Radio. And we just got done talking about the NFL and the Thursday night game. Let's talk about some more stuff that happened more locally. And let's talk about some girls basketball first as it was on our family of networks over on our sister station, Jack FM. It was the Altamonte Lady Indians picking up another win, improving to a 7-0. and And they got that one by a convincing 66-18 to victory over Casey last night and Eric you were there my friend I was yes and as you said it was a rather convincing win for uh, Altamont they led big had multiple quarters where they scored double digits every single quarter I believe um, yep. including 2018 uh, they just it it was just Altamont and right. you know Casey's a very young team they only have two seniors on that team so they're you know learning um, they didn't have an entire season like Altamont did last year where all the underclassmen got to play time and develop that chemistry. Mm-hmm. Casey didn't have that last year because they had a lot of seniors last year. Mm-hmm. So they're still in a learning process. That's what Coach Lurkins said after the game. But I thought it was a good game for Altamont to be able to get their head right, get out there, run the offense like they wanted to because they got a big test on Monday. Yeah, they do, and we'll get to that. But uh, like you said, Altamont uh, jumped out to uh, the early advantage, fourteen uh, to two, there in the first quarter, and then they just uh, continued that. Uh, it was like thirty-four to seven there at the half, and they never looked back. Uh, Grace Nelson uh, led the way, of course. She had uh, twenty-six points last night. Uh, Claire Bame hit a few threes and had eleven points, and those were the only two girls in double figures for the Indians last night. But but uh, Peyton Osteen, uh, she had nine. Uh, Skyly Klein uh, was six there. Piercy with uh, five. Uh, Lurkins with five points as well. And they shot 58%, 41% from uh, three. 
And uh, that tells me that uh, these last two games in particular, not only since that FEM game has the light switch flipped on and uh, they started uh, playing a good ball and what uh, these ladies want to do, and uh, what that also tells me uh, with the great shooting last night is that they're just like it was the other night, and Coach Lurkins talked about it, they're most comfortable shooting at home, mm-hmm. and uh, they practice on the rims every day, and uh, they obviously put up their biggest output on uh, uh, Monday against Dietrich, and then here last night uh, they put up 66 again. I know it was against Casey, but it was another home game, and uh, with a high shooting percentage, they love playing at home. And I think another thing, Travis, we noticed it in the game last night, is they're making that extra pass. Yeah. Lately, they've been making that extra pass to find that open person on the floor to get a better look at a shot. And mm-hmm. that is selfless team basketball, mm-hmm. where I may have a shot if I lay it up, but I know that they're open and they got a much better opportunity to make that shot. Right. I've seen, I saw a lot of that last night from Altamont of passing up a more difficult shot to find someone who was open for an easier shot. Right, and I think that that's an excellent point that you know everyone sees from a box score perspective. Uh, Nelson getting her points and mm-hmm. just uh, and just being uh, heads and tails ahead of everyone in the points department. But this offense is working in a flow, and it's just. Her working in the offense is why yeah. she's got so many points and steals, of course, steals and run outs. Are a big thing. So. I think she, I think Dominic lost count at about eight <laughs> last sure. night. So yeah. uh, she definitely did her steals, had those layups on those breakaways, and you know she makes that look easy. That's she just does, yeah. that's just easy for her. Um, but as you said, it's working in the offense. Yeah, you know, and whether that be Grace, whether it be Peyton Osteen, whether that be Claire Bame, who stepped up and had some big games recently. She had double yep. digits and points last night. It's flowing for Altamont right now. And if they can keep that going, they're going to be a very dangerous team the rest of the season. All right, and like you said, a tough matchup coming up on a Monday because it's against uh, another team that is a seven and zero that picked up a, a victory last night that we'll talk about in a second. But uh, it's against uh, St. Anthony, and it's going to be in Altamont. So a uh, big game uh, coming up uh, there on Monday. So it's seven and zero versus seven and zero. I hate that we're having this game so early in the season. Yeah, I I would much I remember, rather. This I remember game. it was pretty early uh, last year in I the season, and I think they'll have an opportunity to play each other if St. Anthony's still in that Matt Toon tournament because I think they matched up a couple of times in that gotcha. tournament as well, I just, and the NTC tournament as I, well. And I know the NTC tournament. This just feels like to me, and and maybe I'm wrong here, and people can get upset with me all they want. I know Altamont's had a couple of NTC games already. Talked about Dietrich, Windsor Stustros. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it's too early in the year for conference games. I'd rather that you did all your conference games after the Christmas tournaments because you're still finding yourself well, as a team. Yes, but you also have to have uh, some measuring for seating for the conference tournament. I get that. I do. So, But I just it, – it stinks because, again – you're still learning as a team. You're still growing as a team. Who you are now is not who you're going to be in late January when you're at the conference tournament. Right. That's just not – or even further on in March when they're deciding who the regular season conference champion is. Yeah. And 
you know, but that's it. it this is this is going to be a huge game. It's always a Whoa. big game when these two teams face off. That Altamont gym is going to be rocking. It it's be. going to be packed. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun time. On it's going to be some sort of whiteout for the uh, Tribal Council uh, coming up on uh, Monday. And this is only one of many marquee matchups that's coming up this season in the NTC. Uh, St. Anthony's is super good. Uh, Neoga, of course, uh, they're still winning. Uh, they're still undefeated. Of course, you got a CHBC uh, there as well. So, uh, just one of many, and I remember last year, of course, uh, Grace dropping a 50 burger uh, there at the Inlow Center, and then uh, Guy and uh, uh, Fear Day going off. Uh, guys graduated, uh, but uh, Fear Day, uh, Lucy's is still there, so uh, it should be uh, really fun coming up on a Monday. And of course, we'll have that, all that coverage for you over on uh, Jack FM, and we'll talk about uh, what uh, St. Anthony uh, did and where they possibly showed up what makes it an even bigger game oh. on Monday as well coming up here in just a second. Well, but before we leave talking real quickly in TC girls basketball. Travis, I feel bad for Nioga. Why? Third place in the state last year and right now you're probably the third best team in your conference. Yeah. At least perception wise. Mhm. If not fourth. Yeah, I feel like that was kind of the same way during the regular season I know, last year as well. Don't look past them is what I'm oh, saying. No, for They're sure. the third best team in the state at the end of last year. Yeah, definitely don't look past them at all. Uh, so uh, speaking of uh, St. Anthony, they uh, defeated Windsor's two straws last night, 63-33. to uh, 33. They jumped off to a 11-4 first quarter lead, and uh, they never looked back. Huge second and third quarters. 22 points in the second quarter, 21 points in uh, the uh, third quarter for their 30-point victory. Uh, Fear Day, she led the way uh, for the uh, Bulldogs, 23 points. Uh, Nancy Ruhal had 11, and Anna Faber had a 9. And uh, Kinkler led the way for Wednesday's two straws with uh, 15 uh, points. So that puts uh, St. Anthony at a 7-0 as well ahead of that Altamont. Uh, matchup other NTC uh, games uh, Nioga they defeated uh, North Clay 61 to uh, 27 uh, Nioga jumped out to the 15-8 lead in the first quarter and then they extended that out to 28 to 15 at the half Haley Campbell led the way she had 19 points Sydney Richards uh, she had 14 and Warman added 14 of the uh, double digit scores uh, there for Nioga and uh, no player uh, got into double figures there for uh, North Clay, I think Shevsky, she was uh, close, but uh, no double-digit scores uh, there for them. Uh, CHBC, uh, they uh, defeated uh, um, Martinsville 77-27, to uh, 27, and it was a, a big uh, scoring output for Gracie Heckert. She had 26 points. Uh, CHBC jumped out to the 26-10 lead after one quarter and led big at the half. As well, uh, Rodman, she had 12, and Wojcik had 10 points as well. Double-digit scores there uh, for uh, CHBC. Um, uh, some other games, uh, Pena over uh, North Mac, 68-39. to uh, Urbana over Charleston, 39-34. Arcola over South Fork, 37-23. Uh, Paris over Newton, 51-28. to uh, And a little line I conference play as Paris jumped out to the 13-8 lead after one they extended that out and held Newton down there in the second quarter particularly they led 23 to 11 
at the half, and they never looked back. Uh, Watson led the way for Paris. She had 17. Young added 12. And a Newton, no, no player in double figures for them. But uh, Kessler was right there. Uh, she had nine points in the loss. Satopoulos over Benton in a close game, 62-57. Uh, this game was a, a close game uh, throughout. It was tied at the half at a 28, a big a second quarter there by a Benton. And they actually outscored T-Town in the fourth quarter by four points. But a big game by uh, Niebergy. She had 29 in uh, this one to lead the way for the shoes. Uh, Conkle, she had 10. Uh, Gibson was close to double figures. She had 9. But a big game uh, there uh, for uh, Niebergy there. Mm-hmm. Almost a 30-burger. Yeah. Uh, Tuscola over Shelbyville, 50-22. Uh, it was Cumberland over Oblong Powhut, 59-41. Cumberland had three players in double figures, led by Shoemaker at 24. 24, yeah. Uh, dynamic scorer there mm-hmm. for the Pirates. Uh, Marshall over Mount Carmel, 43-40. to Hamilton County over Flora, 47-40. to It's Lawrenceville over Red Hill, 48-37. It's Vandalia over Carlinville, 48-39. And it was a Tri-County over a Danville Schlarman. And uh, don't adjust your computer screens yeah. or your phone screens. It was a 61-2. to was the final score there. Validated from multiple sources. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for Danville Schlarman. Uh, there only uh, two points uh, there. And also had some uh, other ones from uh, last night as well. It was uh, FEM uh, matching up with uh, Mount Vernon, and they ended up winning it by six. Uh, I'm talking about the Lady Hearts. Uh, they jumped out to the 19 to uh, or they outscored Mount Vernon 19 to three in the second quarter. But a big fourth quarter by both squads. Mount Vernon outscored FEM 30 to 27 in the final quarter to try to claw back in it. That's a big scoring output for, yeah, both for both teams there in the final quarter. Uh, Mapes led the way, and uh, so did uh, Beals for FEM. They both had 14. Uh, Nibri added uh, 13 points there and uh, South Central got the win over Weber Township by a two it was a close game throughout and South Central ended up winning at 54 to a 52 Garrett at 17 Calgary with 13 Swift with 10 your double digit scores for South Central and also I didn't put it on the uh, local sports list uh, but I saw uh, last night on uh, Twitter that uh, Lincoln picked up the win over Bloomington at 76 to 37 and this one was significant because uh, junior Chloe For- uh, Forby, uh, one of the most outstanding uh, girls basketball players in the state, she dropped 49 points in three quarters. Wow. So uh, great, outstanding, uh, phenomenal performance uh, there by For- uh, Forby uh, there. And uh, so uh, Lincoln picking up the big win, and she didn't play in the fourth quarter uh, there. Otherwise, she would have got easily <laughs> over 50 uh, points uh, and uh, there was some uh, boys basketball games uh, last night as well as I almost forgot about that but it was a uh, Casey picking up the win in a rematch over North Clay and it was a uh, Casey winning this one 66 to uh, 51 uh, Casey jumped out to the 19 to 11 lead in the first quarter thanks in part to f- uh, four three-pointers for him from Jackson Parcel he had 23 in the game, five three-pointers, but like I said, four of those came in the opening quarter. Uh, Sullivan also in double figures for Casey with 14 uh, there, and uh, also they put it to bed in the fourth quarter 
Uh, they're outscoring uh, North Clay 19 to 13, but a little bit of a, more of a lopsided uh, game this time around there in uh, Casey last night. Uh, Bo, uh, Bose had uh, 15 points. Most came in the fourth quarter for him, and uh, Logan Fleener had 13. And most of those came in the first half, so they kept him quiet there in uh, the uh, second half there. But uh, Casey continuing uh, their winning ways and picking up the dub yep. over the Cardinals in that rematch. Uh, FEM over at Taylorville by a three, and it was a tight of 13. Uh, FEM had the uh, slight advantage at halftime and then a one-point lead after three quarters and then ended up uh, scoring 20 in the uh, fourth quarter to get the win. Uh, Garrett Wolf led the way. He had 24. Logan Heil had 15, and Donaldson with 10 points as well to lead the Hearts to a victory last night in Taylorville. Uh, Muhammad over uh, Mattoon, 53 to 51. Mount Zion over Charleston, 62 to 37. And also Sarah Gordo over o Arthur Oka Christian, 62 to 49. We also had some junior high girls basketball games at the eighth grade level. Martinsville Regional Championship. It was Martinsville winning over Lake Oakland or Lakecrest. The Decatur Lutheran Regional Championship is Sigel St. Michael over Pena Sacred Heart. Class 2A, a South Fork Regional Championship. It was Paris Crestwood picking up the win. Casey Regional Championship. It was the 2C Dietrich over Edwards County in overtime. Uh, Stu Straws Regional Semifinals, actually. It was Brownstown over St. Anthony and Stu Straws over Altamont. In 3A, a Paris Mayo Regional Championship. It was Paris Mayo over Arthur. Robinson Nuttall Championship. It was Robinson Nuttall over Topolis by three. And it was Taylorville winning the Taylorville Regional Championship over Mount Zion <laughs> there. That's all the action uh, from uh, last night. Uh, what's happening uh, tonight? We got uh, some uh, great matchups here, including this one. Uh, Windsor's Two Straws against uh, Dietrich. Martinsville at Mulberry Grove. Only at Robinson. Count Herrick Beach City against Ramsey. Alla against Paxton Buckley Loda. South Fork at Tuscola. Mount Carmel hosting Marshall. Lawrenceville at Red Hill. Paris and uh, Newton, St. Anthony at Sullivan, Oka Valley at Shelbyville, Neoga hosting uh, St. Elmo Brownstown, uh, South Central is at Odin, and on our uh, sister station, Jack FM, we got Altamont against Vandalia. Game uh, starts approximately uh, 7.30-ish, maybe tune in a little bit before that over on uh, Jack. Of course, Altamont picking up their first win in their uh, second game. Uh, and then uh, Vandalia is one and two after finishing in fifth place mm -hmm. there in the, the Cumberland uh, Thanksgiving uh, tournament. And uh, just looking at the roster uh, here uh, for uh, Vandalia, they only have uh, 10 guys listed on the uh, varsity uh, roster. And that's how many Altamont used the other night against really? Cumberland. <laughs> so uh, we could see a lot of uh, line uh, uh, changes and maybe uh, wearing the vandals down yes. uh, a little bit just with uh, all the people that Altamont throws at you uh, in a consistent basis. I mean, they played 11 in the opener uh, against uh, Morton. So, uh, but of course, uh, throw out the records uh, here with these two getting together, and it'll be a little bit of a rivalry game with the close proximity. Uh, there with the schools uh, and girls basketball tonight. We also got Sarah Gordo hosting Martinsville, Brownstown, St. Elmo's at Weber Township. 
uh, Shelbyville against Urbana. Taylorville hosting Charleston, and Muhammad is out Mount Zion. Uh, we also got that at a regional championship for Stu Straws with Brownstown and uh, Stu Straws matching up in eighth grade junior high. Uh, games going on uh, tomorrow. We got uh, Mount Carmel in action against Wayne City. Tuscola hosting Okaw Valley. Uh, we also got uh, Charleston hosting Taylorville. Tri Counties at St. Elmo Brownstown at Topolis travels to uh, Tolono Unity. Uh, Effieham's in a uh, shootout there in Marion, matching up against Mascuda. It's the uh, Black Diamond Harley Davidson shootout there in Marion. Uh, North Clay's got a game against Graves County, Kentucky. Uh, Muhammad is hosting a Mount Zion, and Lincoln is at Matt Toom. Girls basketball, we got North Clay against Effingham. Shelbyville at Sarah Gordo. Pena hosting Mount Zion. Flora against Woodlawn. And Sullivan at Arthur Lovington out with Hammond. And we also have tomorrow girls basketball state championships at the 7th uh, grade level up at, at the uh, state tournament at Central A&M Middle School. It's Sigal St. Michael against Carrollton. St. John at 1 o'clock. 2A at Paris High School. It's Liberty against Altamont at 10 a.m. Paris Crestwood against Havana at 2.30. If Altamont wins, uh, they'll play later on. Um, and uh, I believe that'll be at like 5 o'clock or 3 o'clock, yes. I think. Uh, class 3A at Auburn High School. It's Paris Mayo against uh, Mercer County at 1. And at Bowling Brooks Middle School, it's Bowling Brook Jane Academy against Mount Zion there at 10 a.m. So good luck to all the uh, seventh grade girls there at the uh, junior high state tournaments uh, there. And if you're an Altamont fan, head on over to Paris tomorrow morning. Sure. Go cheer on those girls, as uh, Coach Lurkin said last night. Absolutely. Uh, 10 a.m. and uh, they're a little bit extra at the door, but those state championships are using that uh, app uh, to get tickets to purchase uh, there. You can go on the uh, elementary school yeah, association I-E-S-A. yeah, website to uh, get the QR code or uh, send you a direct link to that. Or, like I said, you can pay at the door, but it'll be just a little bit uh, more expensive there. But I uh, just thought I'd pass uh, that one along. And uh, I alluded to it, but uh, we had our first high school polls of the season released yesterday slash last night. We'll take a look at uh, where our area teams are in these opening uh, polls. And uh, that's what we're talking about coming up next here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Totopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. 
Join us now at endextinction.org. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4600.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. And now... Eric Fry Sports Center update. Missouri hosts South Carolina tomorrow in the battle for the Mayor's Cup trophy. Tigers enter at four and five, while the Gamecocks are five and four. Who really kind of cares about that game? Uh, Carson Wentz was down with the sickness as he's dealing with an illness as Indy will host the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. The starting lineup. Welcome back in uh, to the starting lineup on 98.9 and the game. I thought that right was a there. good one. I mean, uh, that one was was definitely uh, noteworthy. Was I I definitely wrote that down to uh, save that one for a future bumper. On 98.9, the game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The St. Louis Blues gave up three goals in the third period during a 6-4 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes at Enterprise Center. St. Louis is now in sixth place in the Central Division with 22 points and an 11-12-0 record. Blues visit the Penguins tomorrow night. The St. Louis Billikens are back in action tomorrow with a game against Southern Illinois at Schaefs Arena. The Billikens beat Tennessee State 80-63 er, on Wednesday. Improved to 6-2 on the season. Tomorrow's game gets underway at 3 o'clock. Another college basketball action tomorrow. Lindenwood visits Kansas City. Missouri State hosts Bradley. Eastern Illinois is a home game against Blackburn College. SIU Edwardsville welcomes Troy. And Western Illinois hosts Texas Rio Grande Valley. Chicago Bulls take on the reigning NBA champs when they visit the Warriors at Chase Center tonight. Chicago's coming off a 132-113 loss to the Phoenix Suns on Wednesday, which dropped them to 9-12. Bulls are in 12th place in the Eastern Conference. Tonight game's tipped off at 9 p.m., Another Bulls news, the team announced that Lonzo Ball is not close to returning from a knee injury because his recovery from a September surgery is going slowly. Chicago Blackhawks try to snap their eight-game losing streak when they visit the New York Rangers. Madison Square Garden tomorrow night, Blackhawks lost to Edmonton 5-4 on Wednesday. Chicago's in last place in the Central Division with 16 points and a 6-12-4 record. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 of the game. Uh, Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits there. All right, uh, our uh, very first high school basketball polls, both in the uh, boys and uh, girls, uh, came out uh, last night slash yesterday. So uh, you know what time it is. Time, time for, for the, the polls. polls. 
Let's take a look at those high school boys of basketball polls first. As you know, sometimes in uh, 3A, I think uh, we've had teams uh, there before. We don't really have uh, anyone uh, locally. Uh, Mount Carmel, and that's Chicago Mount Carmel. So never mind. Yep. They uh, received two votes. Uh, but that's not our Mount Carmel. No. I mean, Centralia close to us? Moderately close. They're number 10. Uh, in uh, 2A, uh, the only other team uh, that jumps out to me, I know uh, it's Topolis, uh, and maybe St. Anthony, they play uh, St. Joe Ogden. Uh, there they got that uh, player that's going to Illinois State. Uh, St. Joe is at number four. They're uh, Pinckneyville. I think Topolis plays them too. Uh, they're at number eight there. And uh, Bree Central, uh, that's a team that uh, just won the St. Uh, St. Anthony Thanksgiving tournament and Altima will be playing them uh, later on in the season as well. They're at number nine. Mm -hmm. They're in the polls of starting off four and oh. And um, nobody else received a votes from our area. In a class of 1A, we got a Kazia. They uh, slid in there at a number three there. And uh, so we had a big matchup last night in KZ. Yeah. As uh, coming in at a number six was North Clay. <coughs> they were there at a six after beating uh, St. Anthony there. So it was a matchup of three versus six last night. Absolutely it was. So it was unfortunately uh, uh, North Clay falling in that one. So uh, they might uh, slip and they might slip out. I'm not sure. But uh, St. Anthony, uh, they received uh, five votes. They're a couple away from the top ten. Uh, we also had Tuscola get four votes as well. Decatur LSA had a three votes. Altima is receiving a two votes there in the first poll of the season. Did you mention uh, Decatur Lutheran? Decatur LSA? Yes. Yep. Yeah. They were a good team last year. I know you saw them a couple years ago, I think. Or was it last year? I, I saw them yeah. last year in the yeah. tournament against the Cumberland. They were a good team. They were good. And they're, I think they're even better this year. All right, yeah. So uh, getting some love in the uh, polls. Over on the uh, girls' uh, basketball uh, side, uh, Lincoln, uh, like I said, Chloe Forby uh, there. Her Lincoln uh, squad is at a number eight in the uh, polls in 3A. In uh, Class uh, 2A, we got Quincy Notre Dame up there at the uh, very tippy top. And we got Tatopolis coming in at uh, number 5 there. And we have Paris sliding in there at 8. And also uh, Pena uh, coming in there at uh, number 9 as well in the uh, girls' uh, polls. And th these have a lot more sample size mm -hmm. uh, to them since the, the girls have started a week earlier. Right. Uh, so, you know, Pena 7-1 and one and uh, Paris 5-0 and oh, uh, there when they came out, 6-0 uh, and oh now. In uh, Class uh, 1A, we have uh, Nioga coming in there at a number of four. So you said uh, maybe the third best team in the NTC, yeah. but they're the fourth best team in Class uh, 1A there. Tuscola comes in at a number of six. They were really great uh, last year, and uh, they continue that this season. They opened up at 8-0, and now 9-0. and and uh, then uh, St. Anthony there is at a number seven there. So uh, we got a, a matchup there in Altamont as uh, Altamont received a couple of votes uh, there in the polls. But uh, we have the number seven team in Class 1A coming to town yeah. on Monday. Yeah, so, that's going to be a good game. 
going to be good. So uh, we'll uh, see what that entails. And uh, there's our first polls of the season for basketball wise at least the uh, regular season right uh there all right uh, so uh, we still have enough time here and uh we have enough time here to uh we usually do it in the pod i thought we'd do something uh cool and yeah. something different and uh let's do some pick em. what do you say i love it let's do it let's hit it let's hit the music bed favorite music beds of all time that we have here and uh no high school football nope. anymore that wrapped up last weekend yep. so but we uh, still got six games to pick six games six games on the docket yes they're on our family of a network well one is not on our family of networks oh. but it's close so okay. we got it we got to do it sure. so we'll start on saturday as at 10 a.m right here on 99 on the game you can hear the big 12 championship kansas state tcu TCU favored by two and a half. Travis, since you lead, who you got? Hmm. Man. I want to pick TCU here to get in the playoff. But I like Kansas State. I'm going to go Kansas State. Kansas State plus two and a half? Mm Mm-hmm. Plus two and a half. All right. I'm going to go TCU. I think that they got a chip on their shoulder, and I think they're trying to prove to everyone that they deserve to be in that college football playoffs. Then at night, I believe at 6 o'clock at night, we have the ACC championship, Clemson and North Carolina. Clemson, minus 7.5, Travis. Who you got? <laughs> um, I got the Tar Heels, plus 7.5. I don't know if they'll win, but I think they can cover. I also have UNC. Um, I think that they will cover, and I wouldn't be surprised if they won Travis and totally dash right. any outside, any possibility that Clemson would have. And, you know, I love chaos, so I'm all a fan of that. <laughs> right, sure. I think on the playoff predictor, they only have, like, less than 1% yeah, chance yeah. of they making need a lot it of other any, stuff to happen. even if that happens. Um, now we move to Sunday, and the first game we have on our airwaves is at 11 o'clock. It's the Commanders at the Giants, Travis. Commanders, minus two and a half. Who you got? Hmm. Two playoff teams. Seems like the things have quieted down with the Giants. Yeah. Uh, But I'm going to go with the Giants here. You're going Giants. I will go Commanders. I think they have kind of figured this thing out. And uh, I'll go Commanders. So I said earlier that we had a good game and a bad game. So the good game we had was the Giants and Commanders. So now we move to the bad game at 3 o'clock. Seahawks at the Rams, Travis. Your Rams. Plus 7. Who you got? <laughs> Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going Seahawks too. This this Rams team is uh, not great. Injuries. Injuries, too. definitely. Yes, nothing else. All right, and then the game you can hear on WCRA. Colts at Cowboys Sunday night. Uh, 7 o'clock, I believe, pregame coverage starts for that one. Uh, Cowboys, minus 10.5, Travis. Dallas. You know what? I'm going to go Colts. 10.5 is a big number. It is a big number. So I'm going to go Colts. I think they do just enough to cover. (laughs) And then the one game we are not broadcasting, Green Bay at Chicago. Green Bay, minus 3, Travis. Who you got? Uh, Yeah, Green Bay. 
Green Bay, he says. I got Chicago. Send Aaron Rodgers on his way with a loss. Goodbye. See you later. Goodbye and good riddance. Goodbye. Best of luck in your future endeavors, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Hope we never see you again. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm hoping that happens. But it's going to happen. Yeah, I just. Two just, picks from the it, Bears D. Yeah, going to bring back the 85 Bears just for one game. <laughs> history says uh, otherwise. All right, so uh, most of those games are on our airwaves here, so uh, check them out there. And another the game that's on our airwaves uh, tonight, uh, that's the Illinois Fighting Illini taking on Maryland, and that's what we're talking about uh, closing out the show. We'll be back really quickly here to close out the show. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's time again for Christmas Concentration. This is your chance to win some fantastic prizes just in time for Christmas. All you need to do is listen to 95.7 WCRC Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Pay attention to the numbers that are chosen as our listeners attempt to match the sponsors on our concentration board. Choose the two numbers that are covering a sponsor's name and you win that prize. Be listening for your chance to call in, match two numbers, and win great prizes on Christmas Concentration. Christmas Concentration brought to you by CW Motorsports, Barlow Lock and Security, John Boost Factory Showroom Outlet, Sanitation Services, The Rubbish Gobbler, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Chestnut Family Music, Shallard Sewing Center, Rowles Jewelry, Car Corral, Babaloo's, Accuracy Firearms, Danex Chevrolet Toyota, Kathy's Resale Shop, Fox Creek Vineyards, Cash Equipment, Behold Aesthetics, and Wellness Center. <laughs> Be listening for your chance to call in, match two numbers, and win some great prizes on Christmas Concentration. <laughs> and now, Eric Fry Sports Center update. Chicago Alderman George Card- Cardenas, whatever, believes the city should take drastic measures to keep the Bears in the Windy City. The starting lineup. What was that Chicago Bears guy name? They were like, ah, who cares? George Card Cardenas. Cardenas. I don't know who that is. I was going to say, uh, the only George I know from Chicago, George Hallis. Yes, the it's only, the only one, George that matters. Only one that matters. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in here to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 The Game. I'm only on here for uh, just a smidge a bit longer. Coming up, I got more coming up at you in the uh, pod. Let's close out uh, talking uh, Illinois as we got Illinois and Maryland uh, tonight. And, of course, still uh, remember the time that we were there in uh, Maryland in uh, 2020. Was that during, like, covid 
uh, stuff and uh, man, maybe that wasn't even COVID. Maybe that was just uh, the pathetic crowd that was there at uh, the Xfinity Center. I don't think it's going to be a pathetic crowd. They already announced that the student section was uh, sold out there. Said that this was the first true test for these freshmen, and uh, that's um, extremely so. Uh, because uh, they haven't had a, a true road test as of yet. Of course, those uh, two big games that we had earlier in the season were in Vegas, and that was more neutral, but it was more uh, Illini-centric than anything. So we'll see how they react to a hostile environment there. Uh, Maryland's still undefeated. They're like 6-0, and 7-0, something like that. And uh, But uh, they don't have really... Two impressive uh, wins this season. Uh, they do have a win over Miami, and that's the only loss on Miami's uh, record so far. They haven't had any close games uh, as of yet, really, so far. Uh, of course, a couple of uh, people to uh, watch out for tonight is uh, 6'8", a power forward, uh, Dante Scott. Uh, he's the leading scorer there for the Terrapins. He had 15 points, six boards a game uh, this season. And they also have a 6'9 freshman, Julian Reese, who's right behind him, who could be a double-double machine in the making, 15 points, eight rebounds. So those are two guys that uh, we're going to have to contend with uh, here tonight. And uh, that hostile environment, I'm sure, will be – uh, Maryland will be rocking uh, tonight, and uh, we'll uh, <coughs> see how how it how it goes. And uh, historically, ever since the Maryland has been in the Big Ten, we haven't really had very much success uh, there uh, in Maryland. But we'll see what happens tonight. And it's basically a pick'em game as uh, Maryland's only favored by one and a half uh, here tonight. So again, eight o'clock will be uh, the tip-off. Seven o'clock will be uh, the uh, pregame show right here. 98.9 the game, 16 Illinois, 22 uh, Maryland. If they want some uh, respect, uh, they, nationally at least, and they can move up way up in the rankings, especially with the teams like North Carolina going to down again. They could jump up, and, of course, if Illinois falls uh, with the loss, uh, they would uh, jump way up there in the polls as well. So it uh, should be fun uh, tonight. Really interested to, to uh, see uh, what Illinois comes out with here on our first road game, first Big Ten game as well this evening. And so we'll see what Terrence Shannon Jr. has cooked up. Of course, Coleman Hawkins coming off that triple-double, of course. And uh, we also have to shoot the ball better. Not 11 for 39 from beyond the arc. Uh, some other games uh, going on in the top 25 tonight. Uh, for some reason, uh, Gonzaga's playing Baylor. That's not the for some reason, but for some reason they're in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Why? Randomly on December 2nd? I don't know. Uh, number 6, Baylor and Gonzaga, number 14, uh, but they'll probably fall after both taking uh, some losses uh, this week. Uh, what's going on uh, tomorrow in uh, top 25 action in college basketball? Ohio State's in action. Number three, Virginia is hosting Florida State. Uh, first Big Ten game for Indiana as they're going to the rack against uh, Rutgers. Duke is hosting uh, BC. Uh, number one, Houston's in action against uh, St. Mary's on uh, Saturday. And that's going to be uh, the Battleground 2K22 presented by Basketball University in Fort Worth. Texas for that one and we also have a London game did you know that in college basketball this weekend we got Michigan traveling across the pond to take on a Kentucky in the Basketball Hall of Fame a London showcase at the O2 Arena there in London 
North North Carolina in action on Sunday. We also got St. John's. Look at them go. And Andre Carbello, 8-0 right now, taking on Iowa State in the Big East, the Big 12 battle. We also got Nebraska, number seven, Creighton. Uh, they lost last night, though, to uh, Texas, Arizona. I believe they fall as well. Purdue's in action against Minnesota on Sunday and Northwestern's against Michigan State as well. All right, I am up against it, and I have to get out of here. I'll continue these uh, conversations more about uh, college football and get you set up for that. And also, we had some pick'em games, but I also have some entertainment on some college football. I'm ready to uh, have some entertainment on the championship a week so stay tuned for that coming up in the pod but coming up next here on espn radio is a bart and han enjoy and have a great weekend everybody thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 the game Welcome in uh, to Overtime. Welcome in uh, to the uh, podcast of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry had to uh, run out. He's got other places to uh, be uh, this afternoon like I do uh, even later in the afternoon before the game tonight. So uh, I don't have a sports center to uh, clean up, but I do have some other national sports to uh, talk about. Uh, I'll take a look at what happened in the NBA, NHL last night, and I get you set for college football. I got some entertainment on those college football games. And, of course, how could you forget our World Cup uh, soccer uh, talk, of course, as well. Our Captain America, Christian uh, uh, Polisek, looks like he is pretty good to uh, play tomorrow uh, so that is a uh, great news uh, for the USA as uh, they're in the round of 16 tomorrow uh, bright and early in the morning I say bright and early I'm acting like it's like six o'clock in the morning it's really not but uh, it's against the Dutch the Netherlands it's at a 9 a.m tomorrow so we'll wake up and uh, check that out uh, USA versus uh, the uh, Netherlands and uh, should be see if we can make it to eight right you win and you advance you lose you go home right is this the round of 16 is this the knockout round this is the knockout round right I think it is I'm not totally sure how the World Cup works but uh, so that's definitely what I'll be uh, starting off with my weekend and could it be on the top of the list uh, depending on uh, the outcome of uh, top three sports moments of the weekend we'll see bright and early there at 9am uh, tomorrow morning it's against the Dutch hashtag beat the Dutch USA all the way uh, games going on uh, tonight in the world of uh, college uh, football we got conference championships uh, plenty all the way across the uh, board of course so uh, we got uh, games going on uh, tonight it's the Pac-12 championship it's Utah versus USC and uh, currently uh, the Trojans on some sports books and it's been changing a couple of times it's uh, been uh, USC uh, favored by two and a half it's three on uh, some sports books now and uh, but we'll see I think that 
even though on ESPN's uh, playoff pro, uh, predictor that I was playing around with uh, the other day, even if all of the results play out, like everyone in the top four wins, USC still has a less of a chance to uh, make the playoff than Ohio State. I don't know how that works out, but <laughs> it does on the playoff predictor. But I think firmly believe USC wins. They are in uh, no matter uh, what happens in, in front of them. I think the Trojans have uh, earned it, and uh, they should be in there if they beat Utah tonight. We'll see, though. Uh, Utah coming in at number 11 in the uh, country. They would be just barely in and possibly out of the playoff in the expansion era coming up uh, very soon. Uh, game going on uh, over on a 98-9 uh, tomorrow as uh, we got Kansas State against TCU in the Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship. Uh, Horn Frogs currently favored by two points, as you know from our Pick'em segment. Uh, hey, we didn't pick the MAC. Why didn't we pick the MAC Championship? It doesn't have playoff implications or not on our family of networks. It's Toledo versus Ohio. They're at Ford Field for the winner of the MAC. We also got the Sun Belt Championship. It's Coastal Carolina against Troy. Troy, eight and a half point favorites there to win the Sun Belt. Coming up at 3 o'clock, we got number 14 at LSU against number one Georgia in the SEC Championship there, of course, in Mercedes-Benz there in Atlanta. We got uh, the AA Championship, the AAC, the American Athletic Championship game in uh, New Orleans, not in uh, the Superdome, but it's number 22 UCF against number 18 uh, to Lane. We also got the Mountain West Championship. It's Fresno State against uh, Boise State, Boise Favored by a three in uh, that one. Uh, the Big Ten Championship game, of course, it's uh, Purdue uh, against uh, Michigan. Michigan number two in uh, the uh, country. As this game's kind of been floated up, I've seen some sports books have it at 17, 16 and a half. Uh, take your, just take your pick, take your pleasure on uh, whatever sports book that you want to find that. Um, and then uh, number nine, uh, Clemson against number 23 in North Carolina in the Subway. That's right, Subway ACC uh, Championship. Currently, uh, Clemson uh, favored by seven and a half points there. And, of course, the uh, final playoff rankings will be revealed on a Sunday. That's right. We don't have to wait till our normal Tuesday or Wednesday uh, time when they will be revealed. They'll be revealed on a Sunday night is when we'll find out who makes the college football playoff. And uh, this weekend as well, we could be, well, I would assume since uh, the playoffs are going to be announced, I would assume that the invites to bowl games would be handed out as well. So we'll know uh, where Illinois will be playing in their uh, bowl game they're at 8 and 4. And of course, big ones. We'll see TCU goes down, if they'll fall out, how Ohio State might slide in. USC win or lose. We'll see if Ohio State uh, slides in uh, there. We'll just have to see uh, the outcomes of the game. And obviously, one of the biggest things that hurts USC is that uh, since the rankings are going to come out on Sunday, they're probably going to not be at the forefront of the voters' minds or the committee's minds because their game is tonight 
versus uh, games happening on a Saturday. And uh, I guess the committee is going to get together and uh, watch all these games and all these important games uh, live there. Would be love to be a fly on the wall there or see the spread uh, that they have for uh, the games and the watch party uh, there. But we'll see. College football playoff selection show on a Sunday on ESPN. Let's see what time those are going to be revealed. Last college football rankings. Oh, wow. It's going to be at noon. Really? It's not going to be like prime time or anything. Jeez. <laughs> All right. So that's kind of a stunner. So it's going to be at like uh, before the NFL games, noon Eastern. Hmm. That's curious that it's going to be in the, the morning. We'll waste no more time and kind of uh, before the NFL gets underway, kind of be the talk of the town for an hour, I guess. But 11 a.m. Really? So we'll know playoff rankings and uh, definitely we'll, we'll, we should find out Sunday uh, where Illinois plays uh, their uh, bowl game. All right. So uh, first, before we uh, close out of the show, I say we, but I'm all the only one here right now. Uh, let's take a look. What happened in the NBA last night? I have to know. I mean, besides besides the stuff that Chris Paul got swept up in. That's unfortunate, right? Uh, only one game in the NBA last night, that's right. Uh, Pistons, they beat the Mavs in OT, 131-2-0-1-25. Uh, game's going on uh, tonight. Uh, I believe it's the uh, Bulls and uh, Warriors. Yep, that's the 9 o'clock game on ESPN uh, tonight. Warriors favored by only seven. Uh, Pacers out west against the Jazz. Uh, hey, Chris Ball, you're in action against the Rockets, right? Suns against uh, Houston. Luckily, uh, the Suns are at home in that one. I'm sure Chris Paul is going to hear it. The uh, road game. Uh, Lakers and Bucks are the first game on ESPN uh, tonight. Uh, also got the Heat and uh, Celtics uh, matching up as well in uh, Boston on a Saturday, a bright and early 11:30 tip for the Mavs and uh, New York. So that's going to be even earlier for for the Knicks. Uh, let's see, uh, any other games? Uh, Blazers, Jazz, eh, not really. Anything happen on Sunday? Nuggets, Pelicans, uh, Celtics, Nets. That would have been something if uh, the Celtics coach would have been hired there at Brooklyn. Didn't end up happening. Um, Bulls are in action against the Kings on Sunday. That's about it. What happened on the ice last night? Uh, here we go. Uh, let's take a look. Uh, Avalanche 6-4 to four over the uh, Sabres. Predators over the uh, Devils. And uh, given the Devils' first uh, overtime loss, 4-3 to three in OT. Devils, three goals in the second period. And uh, the Preds tying up there in the third and then winning it in OT there. Uh, Lightning over the uh, Flyers, 4-1. to one. Penguins, 4-3 to three over the uh, Knights. Uh, Wild over Edmonton, 5-3. Uh, to three. Eric mentioned in his uh, sports under hit. 6-4, a victory for Carolina over the uh, Blues last night. Three in the second, three in the third for Carolina. Give them the win. Stars shut out the Ducks, 5-2-0. to uh, nothing. Looks like uh, Jason Robertson had a hat trick last night, third of his career. 
there. So have yourself a night for the Dallas Star. Uh, that's literally and figuratively, I guess. <laughs> Canadians over the Flames, two to one. Uh, Kraken over the Capitals, three to two in OT. Look at the Kraken go, fifteen and five. All they need to do is get one season under their belt, and they're fine. Uh, Panthers over the Canucks, five to one, and the Kings over the Coyotes, five to uh, three. There. What's happening tonight in the ice? Senators, Rangers. Predators, Islanders on ESPN, and uh, Blue Jackets, Jets. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's only on ESPN+. Plus. I was like, oh, hockey getting a uh, matchup on Friday night, huh? No, it's only, it's only ESPN+, Plus and Hulu game. All right, that makes a little bit more sense. What's happening on Saturday? Ooh, uh, Cav- uh, Colorado against Boston. It's a good one. Boston looking for their 20th victory. Of the young season already. Knights versus Red Wings. That's an intriguing series. More intriguing than we thought at the beginning of the year. Uh, Blues are in Pittsburgh to take on the uh, Penguins. They're at a six tomorrow. Maple Leafs against the uh, Lightning. Uh, Blackhawks are in MSG to take on the Rangers. Capitals and uh, Flames. Panthers cracking. Uh, Hurricanes and uh, Kings on a Saturday. We guess so we got some intriguing matchups. There on Sunday, uh, usually don't have too many games on Sunday for the NHL, but we do this time around. Wild Stars, Red Wings, Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets have been super disappointing this year. Uh, Shark Sabres, that's not intriguing either. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Blackhawks are in a little bit of a New York swing. They got the Rangers on Saturday, then on Sunday they got the Islanders. So there you go. There is the uh, NHL action. And, oh, hey, St. Louis is in New York on Monday there. So I wonder if they travel together. Well, they can't travel together. They'll be in Pittsburgh t- the other night. All right. There's that. All right. Uh, so uh, to uh, close out of the uh, program, let's have some entertainment. Let's have some fun, people, on uh, this weekend. We got a, a big uh, sports weekend. It's championship weekend. We'll know where the uh, playoffs are in college football after Saturday. So let's have an entertainment on that championship uh, Saturday. And here's some of the ones that I like and that I will personally be playing this weekend. Uh, Tonight, Utah versus USC Pac-12 championship. Uh, Currently, USC uh, two and a half, three points, depending on the uh, sports book that you will look at. It could be uh, three points uh, by now. I looked up some of these numbers. Uh, yesterday I didn't look up uh, updated ones this morning uh, but I would take USC uh, minus three uh, I really like them to uh, pull it off here uh, but if you're not comfortable with uh, the three I would uh, be comfortable saying this it's going to go the opposite but it's never fun to uh, have entertainment on the under I got the over six and a half points that's probably what I'm going to be uh, playing instead of uh, USC there um kansas state at tcu uh, tomorrow i already picked kansas state on my pick so that's what i was going to do anyways uh, i would potentially even be confident in doing the two and a half or the money line there I, and i think there's uh, some good value there and i think kansas state could get it done uh so i would do that uh, either one I'd feel confident in either one. Uh, LSU and uh, Georgia, if I had to play in uh, this one, I would probably do uh, LSU plus 17.5. I don't think they'll win, 
but I could certainly uh, see them uh, losing by 17. You only need 17 and a half. That's as far as I'd play that uh, there. Of course, the game could end up 31 nothing. You never know. LSU's played some good teams, beat some good teams, um, and then they've also lost as well. Three losses on the season, so another loss for them. They're done. They're done probably anyways. Uh, UNC in a Clemson over on a 98-9. I put UNC on my pick them, and I would uh, do that as well. I feel more confident in the plus 7.5 more than the straight money line, but if you're uh, feeling froggy and you want to go the money line, I I would say don't have entertainment, don't have the farm, don't put the farm on it, but at least uh, throw the sprinkle a little bit on the money line uh, too. Uh, there, uh, Purdue and Michigan in the Big Ten uh, championship game. This should be a rematch with uh, Michigan and Illinois. But hey, uh, that's why I'm having entertainment this championship weekend because this Michigan and Illinois not being in action against each other saved me a whole lot of money, if you know what I mean. Uh, traveling to two Indy for the championship game, but uh, you know, depending on the sports books that you look at, I've seen sixteen and a half, seventeen. Uh, points here and I was originally going to pick Michigan here despite uh, who, who is it Corum he's not going to be playing he's going to miss the rest of the season with uh, knee surgery uh, still ailing from uh, that one injury that he suffered against the Illini and uh, he tried to play last week against Ohio State but only had like a couple of carries and didn't work out for him, so he's going to have knee surgery. So I think that's going to hurt him a little bit. Uh, Purdue, uh, the reason I would go the opposite way here now, uh, I would go Purdue to cover the points. I don't think they'll win, so uh, stay away from the money line. But I think they can cover 17 points. And the real question is here, uh, can Purdue, did they already have that game? I'm already, I'm talking about uh, Aiden O'Connell. He's going to play in this game. But uh, last weekend, uh, after the game, or it looked like during the game on the sideline, he found out. But it wasn't revealed until Sunday that his older brother passed away. He was in tears on the sidelines last Saturday when he beat Indiana. So that tells me that he knew about it on the sidelines uh, there and was overcome with emotion. But did he already have that game against Indiana Stuff like this always happens where a team rallies around a leader or something happens in their life. I think, like, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is Brett Favre having the game of his life after the death of his father. These things seem to happen. And, uh, of course, remember Purdue and uh, Trent back in the day uh, with that inspiring story, one of the best pieces that Tom Rinaldi ever did at ESPN and one of the best stories there. Uh, was uh, Purdue with uh, Trent. Uh, they end up winning for him. And uh, this just stuff happens all the time. So I I could see a Purdue pulling the upsets of all upsets, but uh, I'm going to have them cover. I think they'll do that. The real question is that they use up that, that magic uh, already. 
uh, by beating Indiana. So uh, that's what I would do for the Boilermakers. And also, I'm going to have a little fun in the morning as well. Like I said, I wouldn't have uh, entertainment. I wouldn't put the farm on this, but we ride with our country. That's right. I am having a little entertainment on a USA soccer. I don't care how long of a shot it is on some sports books. You get it for plus 190, plus 330, plus 350 on other sports books the other day. But you know what I'm doing. I'm riding with my country. USA all the way. USA pulls the upset over the Dutch. And you can have some entertainment on it if you do desire. So let's do it. Let's have a day. Let's have a great start to our championship Saturday. And let's have a good start to it tonight with uh, the USC and Utah over 67 and a half. And let's continue that winning momentum into Saturday. And let's start it off by beating the Dutch and uh, putting some entertainment on it as well. All right, so uh, I feel like I've just rambled on here in the podcast because Eric's not here to jump in or stop me. So uh, I'm going to have, hopefully, have a really good weekend. So hopefully uh, you do too as well. Of course, have entertainment responsibly, of course. I am out of here for the weekend. I got to get running to other places, finish some other stuff around the station before I get going and get going to my game later on tonight. So uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. I'll be back on Monday to recap it all. World Cup, the World Cup win over the Dutch and uh, the championship week and the uh, playoff selections as well in Illinois, finding out where they'll be playing in what bowl. We'll be back to recap it all. Top three moments from the sports weekend as well on Monday. So uh, I'm out of here for Eric. This is Travis. Have a great weekend, everybody. Peace out. Hey.